art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie, and I, we are with the Arts and Culture Alliance. Yes, we are. <laughs> I almost forgot <laughs> I where know. we were from. You forgot, <laughs> almost forgot me. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was going to go solo. <laughs> Sorry, Allie. It's okay. It's all about Callie today. It is all about, it's always about, no, it's not always about I'm just Callie. joking. So how are you? I'm good. Good. I have been hearing from my grandson, Hendrik. Yes. How's well, actually his mother, who's yes. in Thailand with Hendrick. I know. They get home next weekend, but um, how fun. They uh they are having a great time. It sounds like and Hendrix, I've been getting these cute little videos of him. Oh. He's gonna be two in May. And enjoying and that weather? Yeah. It looks lovely. Yeah. I I've seen the posts of Chloe. Chloe says what? What is Chloe's? Chloe says, I, I don't know. I what. forget her posts. Anyway. Oh, Chloe Simone says. Chloe Simone says. Anyway, yes. I see him every once in a while, and it looks yeah. like it's beautiful right yeah. now in so Singapore. When, when, Hen- when they first got to Koh Samui in Thailand, which is where Chloe's sister lives, they were going down to the beach, and Hendrix did not like the sand at all. He just, he was doing these funny, weird things with his hands, like, Mom, you got to get me out of here. <laughs> but... After a few trips down there, he has conquered the sand, yeah. and now he's running all over the beach like a little Yeah, star. see? It doesn't take long. Yeah. He's Speaking of sand, I yes. will be going to San Diego soon. <gasps> San Diego! So excited, and I haven't been there. It, it's been like two husbands ago. It's yeah. been a long time. Wow. So I love how you measure time. I know. It's, husbands. it's, it's just the best way. <laughs> So I'm going there for my 25th wedding anniversary. Oh, fun. With my husband, three. Yay. I, I like to call him my last husband. Yes, the last <laughs> husband. And I we think, like Stu. I think Stu he, is awesome. I think he'd appreciate that as yeah. long as I don't go. Well, he's number three. Right. No, I think the last Because I'd like best. to not count the second one. The first one's or fine. Or say the best husband. The best. Oh, he is the, the best. The last and the best. Yes. Well, he They're survived. He's a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we're going to go to San Diego. He's actually working, but I'm going to probably play most of the time. Nice. Maybe read a few books and lay by the pool. And maybe I also am going to San Diego. I know. You're going ahead of me. I am going ahead of you. Just not very much ahead of you, but um, I just found out that our friends Krista and Robbie French from Stylus are they Wine going? and Vinyl are going. They'll be there the same weekend we are, and we're oh, going to try to meet up while we're there. Oh my gosh. Yay! I'm maybe so I should just go with you and have Stu meet me there. <laughs> and then I could just be there for a couple weeks. Yeah. Oh my God, that would be great. That would be great. Oh well. Although the weather I hear is not awesome. Not, not as great. It's better than here. Well, it's chilly here, so I'll yeah. t- I'll take anything. That's okay. But we need it to be chilly so we can get that shade cover up that's in, right. the, in the park. Exactly. Well, yeah. we got a lot of fun things going on, and, and uh, it's a good month. It is. So, yeah. Yay. Well, we are very pleased to have a local, relatively new local artist in our house today. Mm-hmm. Um, Tracy Holmes, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. My pleasure. Yes. Tracy has is the newest studio on Art Walk. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you're in the, I always. Rockford building. Rockford. I always right. call it the big black building. Yep. It's a great the building, Rockford, by the it way. Is. It's, it's, it's such an a cool amazing. space. Oh, if you have not cool checked space. it out, go check it out. Absolutely. Very it's, creative. Yeah. Inspiring space. Oozing with talent. There. Yes. Just mm-hmm. really wonderful, rare type of place. You mm-hmm. know, every artist's dream to have a community of artists that you can go across the hall and see a sculptor or somebody, a mm. door down and, you know, you've got a painter or somebody that's trying to figure out something you're both going we're right. blocked <laughs> you need a cup of coffee you know it's right. just really really wonderful and then also you know there's that saying iron sharpens iron and you see somebody else's excellence you know and you can't fake it in art so mm-hmm. right you know like there's a gal that I, I just love from the 1900s Cecilia Bokes B-A-U-X and reading some of her stuff she's she's painted faces or things like over a hundred times and she's amazing I brought her book just because I'm just so enamored with her and it really helps when you're around an artist community because you know Mm -hmm. you talk to yourself and you say oh my god I I forgot how to paint (laughs) I can't do this anymore I'm getting too old or you know what's happening with my but um you know having this community there it just it's such a gift it Mm -hmm. is such a gift you Mm -hmm. know so how did you come to Coeur d'Alene what how did you choose this area yes okay well McCall I've always in McCall um We've always been told, Coeur d'Alene, Coeur d'Alene. It's just like McCall. Just mm. like McCall. It's mm. like plus 50,000 people. You know, McCall's right. 2,500. So. Right. And my kids went to University of Idaho. Mm. And so finally, finally, we made it up here. And I just fell in love. There's just something magical about here. And I'm like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Could have had a V8, you know. So mm-hmm. the second I came here, it was just like, oh my goodness. And and we do have some friends from the the University of Idaho parents and things like that who do live here. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten a little bit more of an intimate, not a tourist type of experience with it mm-hmm. too. Sure. So, but I was just amazed with what you guys do with the arts here. Mm-hmm. It is a really special kind of wonderful here that you don't have in a lot of cities the yeah. arts here are amazing the work and the support that you guys have poured into this community it's just wow well, it's really wonderful yeah we're we're really proud of this community and and it's um the growth excellence in the arts mm-hmm. here and yeah. feel like we have a multitude of talent yes absolutely oh, like they flock it is here. amazing now yes. your medium to explain your medium you've you kind of do a lot of things but what's what is your main focus yeah i have a lot of loves i have a lot of <laughs> loves i was trying to think about that today like what what is my anchor and really um why do i do what i do and, and involved in what i, I love people mm-hmm. um i I probably I paint sports I kind of fell into sports and and got like put in a little category of sports artist but some of my NASCAR and cycling you'll see the crowds and there's there's more I'm in love with the crowds and the people you know and excitement Mm -hmm. but also just the human spirit you know the transformation of the human spirit and um, I always have wondered you know about life like why are we here what you know what makes us tick and how do people get through adversity you know um people commit suicide rich famous and low it doesn't matter so Mm -hmm. you know what is it that we embody what is it that we need what is that something special you know and so what makes us tick and getting through adversity in my earlier childhood as well I would just like to read books about people who went through adversity and not only adversity were very wise and accomplished people later in their life Mm -hmm. and so one of the things um sports I sports I think I just kind of fell on my my 
husband had a, a auto body and needed some posters in one of the locations and it was next to a Porsche dealership so I thought I'll just order him some Porsche you know race car pictures right. and by the time I was going to order these and they were just posters yeah the framer was making all this money and I oh. said I'll just paint them for you I'll just paint some like you know race cars and things like that so mm. ended up doing some race cars and um doing more artwork that kind of was around you know things like that and uh got some free passes to NASCAR because I would just sit there and say how goes Scott like how that's so boring to me just going around <laughs> and round and round I mean how many laps right? are they going around you can't even like know. ho hum yeah I have no idea and, and I, that sound that you yes. hear on the TV <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah. yeah I would rather be out admiring you know the beauty or riding my bike or something or painting people figure mm-hmm. you know um, but then when I went to a race and I was down in the pits and I had press passes and seeing them change all four tires and gas a car in 14 seconds and just I just the adrenaline I just you was got like, into it yeah it up, you know and mm. I fell in love with it and um the same thing with kind of like cycling I wasn't able to uh run after a while and I'd love to just put my shoes on and go for a run wherever we were I could always just go yeah. out and experience right right and um I couldn't run anymore and the doctor said you know if you tried cycling I said, I'm a mom I have three kids I've got work I've got <laughs> I don't have time to ride my bike yeah. for three hours are you kidding me <laughs> but it afforded me time with my husband and time to go out and explore and um fell in love with that too mm-hmm. tour de France started painting from when I went to the tour de France and they're like we want to do a show let's have that can you do our race and it just kind of tumbled into being doing a lot of, of sports arts mm-hmm. from cities and things like that too so wow but i i also have done like um dated pieces like for the town of mccall we had a hundred year centennial celebration for the town and i did 25 paintings of the history over a hundred years logging and the trains and the um just all the history over time and that was fun too so it's not that I just love sports right now I mm-hmm. love what they do and what they offer and the principles kind of embody so much about life I thought I wanted to just be all spiritual and paint angels and God and <laughs> all these deep things and levitate off of you know the top of a rock or something but um <laughs> Sports really embody the the relationships that I made with people at these races and the people that um, were part of it, um, the spectators, the volunteers, the racer themselves, all the things that embody that are principles in life that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like help me. Yeah, you know, it's me so myself. Inspirational. Yes, and the people I meet, I have met. I think I've grown more and been given more meeting some of these people and personalities and what they've gone through in the adversity, adversity in their life. You know, mm-hmm. there's a um, guy named David Bailey, and there's a big eight foot painting of him in my studio, and he um, was a motorcycle hall of fame. And you don't have to be famous. I mean, you know, I want to, I want to do a show on some women who have gone through adversity too, who aren't famous, and share mm-hmm. their their nuggets of life to help and inspire other women who have gone through stuff and then how to absolutely enjoy life and not be a glum lot either but Mm -hmm. um just the amazing stories I get to hear like oh my gosh David Bailey had been a hall of fame motorcycle motocross nations champion and he broke his back and he became paraplegic and so his story is he went to the world Ironman world Hawaii Ironman 
three times, and the third try against a Navy SEAL, he finally won it. Mm. And then 10 years later, he almost died. He was on a flotation bed. He couldn't be on his back or whatever, because when you're uh, paraplegic, you know, your infection, things like that in your lower part of the body, they take a long time because of circulation. Right. But um, he lost 100 pounds, his job, you know, his wife, kids, and uh, almost died. You know, and um, some boy who had also recently broke his back asked him when he started to recover, could you help me practice? I really want to do an Ironman like you did. And in helping this young man, he got stronger and, Mm -hmm. you know, and then he even traveled with him to do this uh, World Ironman uh, event to qualify. And the boy didn't qualify, but David did. So David goes back 10 years later, almost 50 years old. Mm-hmm. And he's thinking, maybe I could write a book or maybe this would be a source of whatever. And oh, the stories of these people are just so amazing. We were like in our bedrooms praying for this guy because the person that was over like, I don't know if he's going to make it. You know, it's really hard. But it's 26 miles and oh, 2.5 yeah. miles swim. And then the 20, I don't know how they do it. Yeah. You know, now, what what drives right. and and how these people get beyond this I can't do this I mean I took a lake plunge uh, a couple weeks ago I went in the lake at the 34 you know degrees mm-hmm. I just wanted to do it and thank goodness we don't have to do anything alone in life and I, asked, <laughs> I asked this kid that my Veronica my daughter knew I said you know I've seen you guys do that on Sundays I really want to face that fear mm-hmm. you know and do that would you come and take a picture or if you want do it with me and he did it with me wow you know wow. and it wasn't you just get to jump in I mean you have to go out there and suffer slowly as you walk out otherwise you just you can't take the shock of jumping yeah. in right mm-hmm. right and then go under and then stay under and I'm like how long do we you know have to do this but for what other people suffer and things they suffer that aren't even brought like we can choose to suffer mm-hmm. um, for good things that make us stronger or we can have suffering come upon us in life you know and how do we we deal but um the suffering that these athletes do and that what you know just so amazing and when I went down to interview him because I wanted to paint him and he really inspired me um his wife had just left for work we went into his office he went to turn the light switch on and the light bulb burned out Hmm. so he rolls over to open the window and the stick had been broken off so he couldn't even open the blinds So after having this wonderful interview and talk with him and meeting him, I go to the grocery store and I was pooped out Mm because we went bike riding. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking at all the vegetables like, oh, I'm so hungry. And all of a sudden I realized they're way up here. Yeah. They're way up here. I don't have to be in a wheelchair and then put it in my lap. Like, and I just started crying. I went outside and just started crying. That was my light switch. Like, yeah. I mm-hmm. never have an excuse ever to complain. Woe's me. The kids are, you know, da, you know, I'm so stressed out. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah. But just such a gift yeah. to, to meet these people. And, mm-hmm. and so the sports... Um, have kind of helped me as much as and I basically think my artwork just tells other people's stories Mm -hmm. and other people need to hear those stories whether even if they're a sports person or not they're just amazing stories Mm -hmm. so I just love to tell people's stories yeah have you been here for the Ironman yeah I was here last year yes Mm -hmm. and the year before I was here I did the um 
what was that bike ride? I did the 40 mile and it poured that day. But Holy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> the Fondo. Is that the Grand is? Fondo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably do that because I'm a weekend warrior. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not an athlete like in that sense. Mm-hmm. I don't race or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I go out and I, I enjoy it. And I did the Tour de France, you know, did um, Alpe d'Huez on race day. Mm-hmm. And that was that was crazy. But it really gave me a respect for what these guys do on television. You have no idea how steep that thing is when the cameras, they're kind of oh, at the yeah. same level of these guys. And when you go up there, you know, there's people slapping you on the I know. It's the massive, the amount of, first of all, I'm claustrophobic. So when I watch them take off when they go swimming Uh in Coeur d'Alene, I'm like, nope. That's right. Right there. I'm like, nope, too many people. They're too close to each other. And the morning it's cold. And it's cold. And I'm just like, nope. And I'm like, I admire them. Mm -hmm. And then I see them, you know, I live in Sanders Beach area, so I see them drive by drive by ride their bikes by you know on Mullen and then they run right by my house so I'm on the race and I we've had people pass out we've had people go to the hospital Mm -hmm. right by our house and just the whole thing is just it gets we get caught up into it every year yeah and just we you know we've had somebody one woman I mean the stories it's the stories yeah one woman said my husband was supposed to be here can I use your phone because I need him for the I want him to be there at the end and she couldn't get a hold of him and she was like I think he's drinking and then she's like he won't be there and my husband says I'll go down there I'll be there for you at the finish line and so he went down there at the finish line and I was like and he was there you know and and her husband had probably been drinking all day at the bars you know but yeah and it just the like the drama of she's just gone through this horrible long strenuous amazing day and Mm -hmm. she needed the support and and he wasn't there for her but my husband was so there you go but there's just do but there's life that's why he's the best husband exactly (laughs) kudos for Stu that Coraline um the Coeur try, I volunteered and, you know, marked up the legs and stuff. Oh, and yeah. When there was one runner that came, was coming out of the water, well, before he went down the water, he took his leg off because he had, you Oh, know, yeah. And he goes, hey, can you watch this? I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know? my leg. Yeah, sure. You know, I my know. grandpa had one too, so, you know, yeah. just, and he hopped down and as he came back in, he got up, got, and I said, how are you doing? He goes, I think I did. I don't know. I've never done anything like this before. And I just am like, yeah, you're really, like thank you God I know right? Right. thank it's you amazing. God I mean just to go out there and see what people are doing and you know it happens it doesn't happen in Hollywood in front of everybody these are decisions that people make in their living room or their bedroom right. or when they're down mm-hmm. or when they mm-hmm. you know they want to get out of this right this mm-hmm. imposed whatever it is mm-hmm. either by our culture or by yourself right and there's people out there you never have to do anything alone somebody else is always you know yeah. might not be the people you yeah. want to be there for you right but that's something you can never take away nobody can take away that from you yeah nobody can take they can say what they will and they can say but you do yeah you do something you know it's its own reward right and then you want to help other people do it exactly so it's kind of contagious hey y'all it's jason from tubs coffee roasters we are north idaho's specialty coffee roaster we are homegrown and we are local We love coffee and we love our community, especially Allie and Callie in ArtCast. 
We have a retail space in our roastery in Hayden, and we can also be found on the shelves at Super One and Yolks. And if you like to buy coffee online, we do offer subscriptions. You can find us at tubscoffeeroasters.com. Support arts and culture and your local roaster. That's all. So that clearly is your inspiration. So how does that all tie into your art and how does how does that work for you? How does the inspiration work? Well, you're telling the stories of yes. the of the athletes, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's it, you really have to go in and see these her studio. It's mm-hmm. If you can see the faces and just like mm. it captures a moment that is hard as you're doing it or watching it, it's hard to create that memory or remember it in your head. But if you see it, mm-hmm. you have it forever. It's like watching film. It's captured forever. Right. So now you've got a painting that has it. Right. Which yeah. is very cool. Yeah. So. So how do you get started? Yeah. Uh, well, it depends. Um, there's some work. Are we on now? Yeah. Take a break. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it depends. So, say if there's a race coming and I'm doing it for, say, the city of Pasadena, and they want to feature their um, their civic auditorium, which is on the historical register, and to me, that thing looks like a big boat. You know, it's like Noah's Ark or something. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh no, how am I gonna? <laughs> so usually I go out and I, I study the backdrop of where the race is gonna be and end, um, ask what direction it's gonna come through, kind of study the light and imagine the scene. And I've been to so many races and have experienced, you know, the, the feelings in the air that you wanna capture and mm-hmm. things like that. And so I use the real, uh, place uh, as my my backdrop mm-hmm. and then I kind of embellish it a little bit if mm-hmm. there's buildings or trash cans or whatever I'll put mm-hmm. flags and mountains and palm trees or something like mm-hmm. that and then I look up the riders that are going to race and sometimes I talk to the race officials and say who do you think is going to be up front this year you know because mm-hmm. a lot of times they win oh yeah and they yeah. get presented my artwork like how did you know I was going to be up front <laughs> I had these little just helpers little, you know right. yeah. so and sometimes I just don't know and I take a guess and I'll kind of study the people who have won in the past and who might be a surprise and mm-hmm. I try to get them all up there in front and um, that's for like an official event there's like Ampton Tour California or something that's uh-huh. you know a Redlands Classic a bigger events where you kind of know the personalities and the different levels of mm-hmm. racers um, and so then I try to put together something that would look attractive which is probably the hardest part is you know before you start a painting is how is it going to look visually especially not look cartoon when you're painting with oils you know it's not like commercial art where you can grab this grab that and kind of blend the edges and mm-hmm. have the, the athlete's face here and then the NASCAR back here or the runners here and then you have the lake back there you have to make it has to look sense like if it's right. going to li- live in your living room mm-hmm. um, it it has to kind of look like a living room oil painting right and so um that's probably the hardest part but once I get going um it's just a lot of fun mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun I, I feel like I'm experiencing the race and I'm there and um it's just a thrill mm-hmm. it's a thrill. so when you're doing an official race do yeah. you do this beforehand yes so you kind of dream it up and then you yes. and then you have it at the race I give I give the race an image before it happens so oh, that's and so then it, cool. it's like it's historical mark for that year mm-hmm. 
And it's funny because it gives me goosebumps because sometimes the, the last one at Civic Center, they took a picture with the athlete, athlete receiving it in the direction that the painting was with the crowds. I said, I'll be darned. Isn't that wow. so weird? You know? <laughs> yeah. My psychic? No. You might. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Wow. Right? Like, did I have prophecy? Oh, prophecy? I saw that, you know. <laughs> right. But you just never know. You know, I've done that with my son. And uh, when Christmas, I didn't have, we got snowed in. I didn't have gifts for him. My daughter says, Mom, why don't you paint him a painting? You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. So I painted kind of one abstract one and then I painted another one of him on stage with all these bands and these you know lights and everything and I'll be darned when he played at the University of Idaho their new civic auditorium that thing is gorgeous masterpiece of uh, architecture. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys have been in it yet, but mm-hmm. it's next to the Kibbe Dome. Oh. I looked at that thing and then they invited him back for homecoming. They invited him back for the alumni and I'm like, wow, I'm having a flashback. I painted that before uh. it even happened. So sometimes you just yeah. it's the weirdest thing, you know. Hmm. Right. But yeah, I, I study the areas or I might have to put something together that's total imaginative because they want this in it and they mm-hmm. want that. And I'm like, you can't stand anywhere in the city and see those two things right so i kind of have to move this over here right right that over there <laughs> but it's still a lot of fun so yeah. did you study art in school what, how did it all start i always loved art yeah always loved art um my art is in my DNA, I would say. My grandpa's in the Hall of Fame with Walt Disney and Roy Disney, and, and there is creativity in my blood. My mom is an artist, but I grew up with my mom seeing that she was kind of a, a hippie, mm-hmm. the, the 70s time, you know, peace, love, dove, and it was cool to be broke and, you know, high and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> yeah. and I did not want that. You yeah. know, I wanted to have a good living, and so I got into real estate, and I sold real estate for 10 years, and and banking for five and it's it's helped I mean I feel like God's used everything that I've you know the business acumen is so important in art in in art because um when when I used to do stuff we used to have a nonprofit gallery and when I would tell the people this is what you need three by five you know the oil and canvas size Mm -hmm. framed ready to go I would do the invites the little quartet the music and all this but a lot of times these artists just could not get it together you know for the life of me and they they would come in something wasn't finished and it wasn't framed and I'm just like oh lord you know (laughs) you have to perfect you know it's not Mm -hmm. I mean I saw a lot of talent I mean that would just my mouth drop some of these young kids were so talented Mm -hmm. But if you don't refine, and that's what Otis Parsons taught me too. It says it doesn't matter how talented you are. You know, you've got to perfect your craft mm-hmm. and you have to act like a professional or get somebody who can do that for you. Right. You know, so because, try. yeah, because sometimes mm-hmm. it's the people, they're not even the best artists. They're the artists, but they're mm-hmm. very businesslike. They have mm-hmm. this, they've done this, they've done that. They have a plan and you're like, okay, you know, right. you've got to have that end of it too. Mm-hmm. So... That's my experience with the artists, and it, it, and of course, you know, my experience is here, but I assume that it's, you know, everywhere. Artists mm-hmm. do not know how to promote themselves. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some do, but, right. but it seems they, like It's most that left don't. brain side. Right. I think <laughs> they just, they, they get into their craft, mm-hmm. and then they expect it just that to it's happen. just going to happen, and yeah. it doesn't happen that way. Yeah. Know? 
Yeah. And we've done we've done a few workshops with artists where Wonderful. we try to train them. And we're going to do that again here Wonderful. soon. But I always important. say that trying to uh, <laughs> trying to herd artists is like trying to herd whales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And some, you know, like my son, he's amazing. He's just amazing. He's a musician, yeah, composer. But he just can't like they can't he doesn't believe in, in boasting about himself, you know? Yeah. And, you know, scripture says, don't boast about yourself. Let somebody else boast about you. That's always the best thing. Mm-hmm. But there is a level of confidence and being able to speak, you know, el- not even eloquently, but be well-spoken at least in explaining your art and have mm-hmm. some goals and when you're going to have this done and have a plan, you know? Mm-hmm. And it would be nice if the arts, if we could offer that to some of these, I would mm-hmm. say kids, but even people way up that yeah. just, just don't know how to promote themselves. I do yes. think that there's a difference between boasting about yourself and promoting, promoting. yourself. Promoting, yes. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think it, 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 I can see how it's kind of a gray line between the two maybe, but yeah. um, it's, it's definitely different. You should be able to tell people that you have created something of value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's, there's, a, there's like, I don't know, we're talking about the two areas of art. There's the creative side, you know, and then mm-hmm. there's the business side. Right. And the business side, I mean, the investors will say, well, you know, we're looking at this artist because, you know, their time consistency over time, you know, they're not a come and go artist. They've improved mm-hmm. over time. Um so they're looking for certain things. I mean, there's even things I've heard as silly as, you know, well, we don't invest in green, for goodness sakes. Years ago, I heard that and I thought, what? At the Michael Rubin opening, I said, what do you mean they don't? Green doesn't sell well. What? I'm like, what? I'm an artist and I'm floored. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I don't like this business world of art, you know, <laughs> this la di da, you know, whatever. Right. And my rules for investing in art is like, look, it's got to appeal to you. You know, art has a voice. It can go beyond. It can touch our souls, you know, our mind, mm-hmm. our heart. It can speak to us in ways that other people or situations can't, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And if it works for you, you know, that's that's a good thing it's good art it's mm-hmm. and it's a good investment if if it speaks to you and it's good art that's a good investment mm-hmm. you know whether right. or not an art collector you know you're thinking about the long run it, if it's a good piece of artwork it's going to speak to you right you know if yes. it has the wow factor so i've walked by a lot of things and he's like oh that's so and i don't never i don't want people to say oh that's very nice what you want is like oh my god you know the wow factor oh my god that's so beautiful yeah like oh it is oh good Mm -hmm. good that's that's what you want you know Hey ladies, have you heard about Nia yet? Hi, I'm Marilee Wallace and I'm a proud board member of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and owner of Nia. That's short for the North Idaho Alliance. We specialize in leadership development specifically focused in connecting women to programs, workshops, and networking to educate, empower, and enrich their lives. Our goal is to make positive impacts in the community while helping other women in North Idaho succeed. Next up is our annual Onward and Upwards Women's Conference set for May 24th and our new event Women with Cool Jobs scheduled for early summer and then keep a lookout to register for our super popular Women of Impact Leadership Roundtable Series that begins every September so I hope you'll look us up we're at thenorthidahoalliance.com find us on Facebook or just give us a call 208-660-1557 go out and make it an impactful day
let's talk about some of the highlights some of your highlights like you know i just i'm totally fascinated with the fact that you're like the official nascar artist oh and i i bet you have some stories you know with all the places that i looked on your website that you have participated in mm. i mean the list was so long i didn't want to print it out because mm. it would have been a book that i would have <laughs> given us um so how can we talk about that do sure you think? i've been okay. very fortunate yeah. all right yeah so you want to start all right so you've been uh, to a lot of places uh-huh. because of your art because you're a well-known artist for nascar and Tour de France. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite places that you've been? At, or maybe some of your favorite athletes? Or tell us, what are your favorite moments because of your art that you've got to experience? Oh, let's see. Well, um, I always want to go back to family. Isn't that silly? You no. Know, fame, fortune, all the elites and everything. And they're just people, too. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they really... I would get up on stage like, wait, you want me to go up on stage too? I'm on national television. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll hold the painting. And, you know, I, I once kissed an athlete that was getting a retirement on the lips. And, you know, when you're in Europe, you go yeah. kiss, kiss. Yeah, right. Well, I didn't know what's left first and what's right. And I ended up kissing him right on the lips. Oh, you know, on television. It was so embarrassing. Um, that was probably one of my most, you know, memorable moments because like, I, that was very awkward. Was oh, he cute? He's it, very cute. But, well. you know, these, these guys are tiny. Yeah. Like, I'm 5'6", oh, right. and I'm you know, I don't know. I, I think probably 125, but I feel like an old woman compared to these young athletes. So I'm sure there's like, you know, that was total on them. You know, like, okay. The whites were not even threatened. You know, but, but they're cute. And I do have to say that, you know, going back over there and meeting some of these kings of cycling just amazing five-time tour de france winners oh Um, yeah there's a very small club that have won that thing five times sure um i have noticed oh my goodness they're so handsome still yeah (laughs) you know that jawline Mm -hmm. you know as an artist the way the light hits their face and everything Mm -hmm. and i think it's just because when you stay fit and you're athletic over time like you know, you still have, they still go out and ride. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. let's see. Um, I think when I look back at some of the most uh, amazing times were almost when my kids got to come with me. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, like right. funny things that, that happened with my kids, you know, mm-hmm. where I would take my own photos going there uh, because, you know, copyrights and stuff. So I would have sure. my press passes and take the photos mm-hmm. and sometimes my daughter well, my son Tommy was trying to so oh goodness just wonderful memories mm-hmm. you know with my family of going there that made it really wonderful um, my feet were swollen up my daughter's feet were swollen up so we're switching shoes you know waiting for the guys to come through <laughs> um, my son one year came with us and I have a friend who's a photographer for photospoke photos photo sport international who used to also use my photos for magazines and things Mm -hmm. and so he taught tommy how to pan and tommy was five years old (laughs) so he would be there and he he took a picture of every guy coming by because john told him if you get a 
a good photo. I'll pay a dollar for every one I've used for a magazine. <laughs> and this kid is five years old. He didn't come in for lunch. He, didn't, he just stayed out there, got a sunburn. By the time we were at the end of the day, like we're having dinner, he's having a total meltdown on, in the restaurant because he was so tired and, you know, oh, bless his oh. heart, you know. And we did. We used one of his, I used some of his photos um, on the Champs-Élysées, you know, mm. because he got... He got some good ones. Of course, wow. digital, you know, yeah. you don't waste yeah. your money anymore. Right. Yeah, that's true. Things like that are that's really sweet. special. And um, the people that I've met that I feel like are extended family. There are some races I did a little bit longer than I, I wanted to. I felt like it was time. But because I just love the people and it mm. still was so special and it was like such an extended family, um, you know, I, I would do it for the love of those mm-hmm. relationships. So, mm-hmm. um uh, what do you think where where do you see yourself next what do you I you mentioned a, a project about women Just ta- right. tell us more about that well of course I I want to do Iron Man it's coming here right mm-hmm. here you know this this is something that's come back to Coeur d'Alene that had and to be fought f- for to get back and it's the full it's the full it is year. the full yeah mm-hmm. so I'm I'm going to be painting on that um, probably work a little bit on the ma- marathon as well but yeah I have all these other ideas that um I want to do um, just because I've met so many amazing people and been inspired by their stories um, mm-hmm. men and women but mm-hmm. I do I do want to do a show on women that are uh, that have been through things in their life that are just amazing to me that have stories of their own mm-hmm. um, there's a, a gal upstairs from uh, the Coeur d'Alene um, Avenue office studio there and she worked in uh, re-educating women that have been trafficked and rescued and uh, they go through a program called um, Evelation, oh now I'm going to blank out, see there we go Um, it's a it's a program that was designed for women that you take these online courses. There's about 11 of them, and you graduate, you mm-hmm. get your degree, and you're able to start a new life. Oh, okay. And uh, the gal upstairs works. Um, her husband famous, she's a singer in a band. But anyways, they helped me carry in my furniture and talk mm. with me for about an hour, and just made the connection, and then uh-huh. found out what she did, and. Um, so I would talk with her about maybe doing a show of maybe a self-portrait or something and their story, just a very small little blurb about who inspired them, mm-hmm. what they found hope in, how, what now, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and then just other women, you know, at Art Walk, there was, uh, it was so funny because Abby had, had talked to me about Art Walk and I thought, you know, maybe I just put my sports art up. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I won't put my nudes or figure because I don't want, you know, there's kids who come through here. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd forgotten that Cheryl has nudes and so does, oh, yeah, you know, right. Chris Grubb and stuff. Sure, but sure. I just didn't know, you know, if it mm-hmm. would be offend anybody. So I put them away. And Abby was talking to me uh, before. She goes, oh, just this is art, you know, put them out. And oh, I, I don't know. Just, I don't think I'm going to put So, um, <laughs> So lo and behold, the whole night, my art, you know, the art, the sports is out. And the one person who asked me if I would do a commission for them. It wants a nude. Was a nude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like, do you do boudoirs? I'm like, hmm? You know, and my friend said, you know, Titanic. <laughs> so I'm like, 
Oh, oh yes, and I just had to laugh. That's be, so funny. you know because right. here it's you just all the know. angels, and uh, I had said it, it, there's I'm doing a series and all these angels and coming home and the greeting and all these mm-hmm. different things because there's been a lot of death in my on my family and things like that and mm-hmm. other losses of people that we know, very good friends, and mm-hmm. my kids knew the kids at, at university. Oh yeah, and so yeah, my son knew um, one. Yeah, and so yeah. I've kind of had those up and mm-hmm. then I had the athletes with their veins popping out and things like that and lo and behold I get it you know Christian Bernie but this woman told me her story yeah and I'm telling you these divine appointments I mean she's gonna have to write the book and tell everybody yeah. her story you yeah know? but she did give me permission to put it in my book and oh, to have neat. it in you know the show that I do yeah. on inspiring women and I just thought she first was at inspiring because she was a doctor and she's mm-hmm. children she did this for her husband every, I love it. every year and I'm like dang I like this girl <laughs> right you know own that yeah she does I want to own that that's like, great 60s, right wow. so I'm like okay all right girl oh, yeah like, I want to you know wow tell me how you do that yeah I want right. to get a little bit of that you know <laughs> and I want to show other people Mm-hmm. You know, it's, all right. it's okay. It's good to have that. You know, yeah. yeah. Go around like this. You know, stuff in our head all day long. I mean, just bogged down by all this stuff and AI and everything. It's like mm-hmm. spark that little life in you. And what do you do to live? You know, right. live and live more abundantly. Right. And that's those stories I want to inspire and encourage other women too. That's you great. Know? I love that. Yeah. I do too. Mm-hmm. Boy, we all need that. Think yeah, so. I think do. so. Well, Ooh. I'm looking forward to um, the next art walk coming and checking out your studio a little, you know, with a little different eye. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. And I want to see those nudes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's just see them. Put don't hide them. Don't, don't hide, hide them. Don't right. hide them. Or you can put them in the back corner. You know, yeah. that's fine. But that's art walk. I just want to remind everyone, you know, because this will be out sometime soon. I'm yeah. trying to remember when. But art. Art Walk is April 14th. Right. So don't miss oh, out. Yeah. Miss it. Yeah. And don't miss the Rockford building because it's if not you, that far. It's, it's just one literally block one Sherman. block off of Sherman. Yeah. You can't miss the big black building. It's, right. It's amazing. And, you know, during these these times, I mean, I think art is the best kept secret and investment wise yes. that you can make. Everybody's worried about the dollar. Mm-hmm. Should we buy gold? Should we buy silver coin? What should we do? You mm-hmm. know, everything's going up. And uh, I would rather collect art, mm-hmm. good art, mm-hmm. because, I mean, statistically, you can Google it. You can see, I mean, it's beat the S&P 500. Mm-hmm. It's have at least, even through, you know, real estate. When I sold real estate, I've sold real estate for 10 years and banking for five. You know, real estate always is a safe investment because it goes through yeah. time up and down. I bet mm-hmm. it does. You know, that dirt, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's um, supply and demand. Right. 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 And when there's no more supply... Right. Yeah. What else is there? It goes up, and even if the building on it starts falling apart, you could still rebuild. Right. But that and the same thing with art, like with artificial intelligence and all these design programs. There's a guy in my studio that came in. the The last art walk was talking about. Do you know that there's these design programs, and they're going to replace the designers? And do you know that you can put a picture in, and it makes a Picasso, or it makes a Rembrandt, or whatever you want. You tell it will make. Like we're not going to have jobs. And at first, it just broke my heart, but. After I thought, you know what? That means 
real art. Oh, gee, like my son says, you know, it's going to be worth more. It's an original. So even taking the statistics of what have happened with art investment, I mean, there's what, seven, 64 billion right now in our investment in the world. And these are companies too that will buy art and you can Mm -hmm. invest in them. But I say, buy the real estate yourself, Mm -hmm. own it yourself Mm -hmm. and buy the artwork yourself. Make sure you like it. If you like it and you put it in your home, somebody else will like it. You can always sell it for the same amount. It will go up. Mm -hmm. And now with what's happening in our world, there's not going to be as much. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to survive as an right. artist. True. But it's also a really good investment. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? the, the creative side is that art is alive. You know, I believe that for me personally, like I have other people's art all over my home. You know, mm-hmm. I love their energy. I mm-hmm. love their original hand, the inspiration. I feel like it's God, you know, inspired. Mm-hmm. Because that creator, when I'm painting, I know when it's like, oh, that's not right. That's me. Oh, darn. You know, but there's something in me that goes, ah, that's it. Yeah. Or do this or do that. What is that? Yeah, exactly. I don't know what that is. Is that God? Yeah. Is that the creator? Yeah. I mean, the universe is, is so big. It's so vast. I mean, how you know it's limitless right right i am i get to be connected to that source Mm -hmm. and so an artist doing that with each brush or mixed media or whatever right that's an original creation and that's that energy's in your home you know and you get to feel it and see it and know that that's the real thing Mm -hmm. and i I was kind of surprised you know when my my grandma died she lived 104 you know a lot of the kids didn't want her stuff her collectibles they'd rather go to target (laughs) or to marshall's or something and buy just a cheap set of dishes you know and you can have the fine china that your grandma's had right but but the thing is, is like with art, you might be able to buy a poster, but you walk by in the hall, you know that's a poster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you go into an office building and you see a real piece of art in the lobby, you're like, oh, nice. yeah, they must have, they, I don't know what. They did something right. right. There's yeah. something real here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's genuine. It's yeah. authentic, you know? Right. And I want that in my life. Like mm-hmm. cubic zirconians, those are great. They look good. They do the job. Mm-hmm. But when you know that you have, even if it's a little small, little mm-hmm. dime, you know, you got something real. Mm-hmm. Right. It's real. Like friendships and people right. and artwork. You go, girl, right? So, yeah. third time around is a charm. Yeah, it but. is. It's the right one for me. Yeah. Well, this well, has been so yeah, great. Yeah, we really oh, appreciate you coming it's, down. It's Thank fascinating. Thank you guys for inviting me. Yeah. I'm so honored. Well, you know? welcome we have so to many th- amazing artists in this community. Yeah. Really, and people who come here, like, what is that town? Is it? I forget what town it is. I'm blanking out. But everybody goes there for the art, Southwest. West Southwest? Art. Oh, Taos. Dallas, yeah, I, I kind of think Corlane with the. Thank you very what? much. Yes, <laughs> that's but you what got, I keep saying. We keep are becoming the Taos of the Pacific. The I'm telling you, I've We're traveled a lot. I've traveled a lot, mm-hmm. and there is so much talent here, and there's so much amazing artwork. Mm-hmm. Like I was in awe how much artwork there, and the investors they're going to come here and they're going to suck it up. So that's people right. who, you know, if you can't afford a big huge piece of artwork, and look, I don't need to sell my artwork right but I but you know 
if you start saving just a little bit and you start buying little pieces, that is the best investment. Mm-hmm. You can sell that later. Right. Nobody's going to, you know, if we go digital with our dollar and things like that, you know, nobody's going to control your artwork. Mm-hmm. And you can always sell that to invest most people who do have right. money and have the value. So it's a really good investment. And also just the energy that mm-hmm. you're supporting that spirit and that person who is trying to continue to stay connected to the creator and yeah. create these things that are beautiful and inspiring and touch mm. people in ways we don't know it's a different language yeah. you know but um yeah go buy some art yeah right. i love that for yourself art. Yeah. Art. <laughs> before the, all the big guys get it and suck it up exactly. that's right well, yeah thank, thank you, you so much thank you guys Tracy. this yep. is great we'll it's, see you soon joy. yes and we'll okay. see you on art walk absolutely yes come on and i'm ally and i'm kelly and whatever you do today make sure it's creative and go buy The Allie and Callie Artcast is a program of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA, North Idaho Alliance, a woman-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives. And Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted coffee.